and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. You know what time it is. I'm ready to talk some Disney. I hope you're ready for some Disney talk as well. Have another fun episode planned for this week. But first, you guys know the drill. If you're a returning listener, sit back and relax. You guys know I appreciate you and you guys are the best. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy it. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. And for everyone listening, if you can, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, the like button, the five-star rating button, whatever you can push. Uh, You know, I appreciate it. If you can, leave me a review. If you uh, write me a review, I'll give you a shout-out on the very next episode, especially, uh, you know, if you're listening to this on your iPhone. uh, It's super easy just to go to the, uh, click the uh, podcast app, search Disney World today. It's all one word. Uh, My page will come up, and if you kind of just scroll around, um, you'll find the ratings and the reviews, five-star rating and a review. I'd truly appreciate it. You guys know I love reading those. Yeah, and... You know, like I always say, my DMs on Instagram always open. If you want to talk Disney, questions, comments, suggestions for episodes, topic ideas, uh, pretty much anything, uh, shoot me a DM and uh, we can talk some Disney for sure. Before we get into this week's episode, let's talk about last week. If you haven't listened yet, it's available everywhere. Last week, we did another top 10. You guys know I love top 10 lists. Those are my favorite, easily my favorite ones to make. Um... You know, I kind of look forward to like sitting down and uh, making my ranking because I try, I truly do try to rank them from, you know, 10 to 1, like 10 being, you know, the least favorite or the, you know, number one being the best, obviously. obviously. So I try to rank them and, and I put a lot of effort into them, you know, and how my process works is I literally sit down and, you know, whatever the topic is, like, you know, um, best souvenirs, I write down as many as I can think of off the top of my head. Um, and then I slowly try to like filter out the ones that won't make my list. You know, usually I can kind of think that, you know, I can kind of figure out what my top, you know, two or three are going to be uh, right away. And I can kind of fill it in from there. But I like to sit down, you know, write everything out and, uh, you know, put a lot of time and effort into them. I hope you guys can hear that, uh, hear that in the episodes. But it was a lot of fun. Top 10 souvenirs. Spoiler alert. Uh, my number one. Obviously, being a big coffee guy, I went with the coffee mugs. I love the coffee mugs. Every Saturday and Sunday, um, I uh, I pick out a Disney mug. I think I'm gonna start posting, you know, like uh, Disney mug of the day. I'm gonna make that a trend on uh, on Instagram. Uh, I kind of look forward to it. Like during the week, I have like a travel mug I use for work, uh, but on the weekends, you know, kind of get to be a little lazy in the mornings, make my coffee, and I like to uh, you know pick out uh, some of my favorite Disney mugs. I've posted about some of mine. Uh, this weekend, I, I used a um, a Chippendale Rescue Rangers one I felt like was fitting since the movie premiered on Disney+. Plus. And I went with uh, one of my favorites. It's like a Mickey Mouse one where it says some mornings are rough. And it's just like Mickey with a cup of coffee, a robe, bags under his eyes. And it's like, yeah, that's me uh, pretty much every morning. But the episode itself, um, a lot of fun. I got to say, there was one I forgot I wanted to mention a little more uh, after talking with my fiance Marissa. Uh, the lounge fly bags. I feel like maybe they deserved a spot on the list. Uh, if nothing else, more time talked about. Like the lounge fly bags, like I don't have any of them. Again, I feel like it's something that's kind of more geared towards girls. Um, but they're so cool. Like I'm so jealous. She shows me like pictures 
of new ones that are coming out. She's got a bunch of them. I think she's got a Little Mermaid one. Uh, I know we got my sister, like a Cinderella one. Like, there's so many cool ones. I've seen Haunted Mansion ones and other, like, ride-themed ones. They're so cool. I feel like the lounge fly bags. And they're, like, the perfect size, like, for the parks. Like, the mini backpack. Uh, I usually uh, walk around with one of those, like, drawstring bags that, like, destroys my shoulders after, like, 20 minutes. It's like those little mini backpacks are perfect. Perfect size. They look comfy. And, uh, of course... Uh, have great Disney designs on them. But yeah, we talk all about Disney souvenirs, everything from coffee mugs to pressed pennies. Uh, I love, love the pressed pennies. I still, I need to go back to my parents' house and look for my pressed penny collection. And thinking back too, I'm pretty sure I got some on my last trip last summer. I think it was like five bucks for like all of them. Uh, I'm gonna have to find those. But last week, like I said, available everywhere. Check it out. It was a good listen. I love doing top tens. But for this week, we're talking about Epcot. Yep, that's right. We're going to dive in. What is going on with Epcot? Like, what? what is the direction they're going? Do we like what they're doing? What is it going to be like? We're going to talk about all of that. Uh, you know what? Let's just get into it. Here we go. Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hopefully when I edit this episode, I remember to put in the Epcot music in the background because it's my favorite music, it's the best. And it's fitting for this episode. We're going to be talking all about Epcot. And I'm trying to think of what to title this episode. Because I think I might just title it, What is Going On with Epcot? Because there's a lot going, there's a lot going on with Epcot. You know, it's, it's been under, under construction for a while now. You know, over a year, I feel like. Because I went last July. And they had all the construction walls up, like, around, you know, the middle of the park, the middle of um, Future World, you know, right around Spaceship Earth. Like, it was almost unrecognizable. Like, walking around that area with the construction walls, yeah, it was like, I was like, where am I? Like, you, you kind of get lost. And, you know, they've released some drawings and some com- concepts of what they're going to be doing and what they're adding. And, you know, the, the entire park is changing. You know, the entire, at least, you know, the entire half park of uh, Future World, that's that's completely changing. And it all started, you know, when they kind of changed the entrance. You know, they have the, they had the Leave a Legacy statues right there in the, uh, you know, right front and center. With the beautiful fountain, the flags, you know, and Spaceship Earth right there. You know, the front of Epcot, I mean, I don't think it really needed to be changed. You know, the, the fountain... I thought was very nice. It fit in the Leva Legacy monuments. I mean, I feel like again they didn't look out of place. I feel like they fit. You know, they still looked new and clean. Um, and you know, when you're standing kind of far away, you really can't tell what they are. They just kind of look like statues or monuments. But when you go up close, you're like, oh my gosh, look, it's people's pictures. Like I feel like that was always kind of cool, especially if you got one. Like you know, you're there forever. I thought that was really cool. Um, just kind of felt like they wanted to make a change to that just to make a change. Uh, Now, I remember when they announced it, like all the changes, what's going to be happening, I think everyone 
think everyone was in agreement, like, oh no, like, what are they doing to Epcot? Um, and when Disney does big changes like this, yeah, I think I think we're allowed to be a little apprehensive because the way the things have been going with how they've been doing things in the parks, you know, a lot of us old school Disney fans, we, I mean, let's admit it, guys, we don't like changes, um, whether they be good or bad. You know, at first, I think we're all a little hesitant because classic Disney is what we grew up on. It's what we think about with all those memories when we were younger, with our families, when we were kids. And when Disney comes out and says, yeah, we're going to change this, like that, that hurts because we have those memories, the nostalgia. Like we like walking into Epcot and it looking like Epcot always looked. And there's just a lot to pack. There's just a lot to unpack here. So what, what brought about this topic to me this week was the opening of the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. Now the ride itself, uh, I've heard some reviews about how it's super intense giving getting people sick motion sickness all that stuff um that worries me a little bit because i you know i get motion sick now uh, as i've gotten older with old age um here at uh, 31 years old i now have to like take dramamine before i go on certain rides which man that's sad to say but uh, that's where i am uh, at this point in my life and it's something i still enjoy those coasters like expedition everest um i like it uh, it's the backwards part always gets me so sick that I would have to take Dramamine to go on and I like it so much that I do take Dramamine because I want to go on it and I want to have fun and I want to ride it with my fiance and you know if, if I have to take one to ride Guardians then so be it I will uh, I'll just have a sprite afterwards as well but one thing I was worried about and I think you guys were worried about as well is is it going to seem out of place you know, and and that I've heard mixed reviews too. Some people are saying, hey, you know what? It's a great ride. It fits. It's awesome. Other people are saying, yeah, you know what? It's a great ride. It's intense, but it really seems out of place. It's a giant building, just kind of seems random and, and thrown there. And that's what I'm worried about with Epcot. I don't want Epcot to turn out to be like Hollywood Studios, where it's a park that you don't know like what it is. Like, we're just going to throw, okay, here's Star Wars over here. Oh, we're going to throw Toy Story over here. Oh, Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, let's throw them over here in this Chinese theater. Like, I don't want Epcot to become that, where they're just throwing in random movies and characters all over the park just to get those characters in the park. You know, I want things to fit. Like, Guardians, I see, I haven't been there yet, so I don't know. You know, I was there during the construction. It's a giant building. That doesn't really bother me too much. You know, it's it's Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, it kind of takes place in space. It's space-themed. You know, you kind of got mission space over there. I, I don't think it's that out of place yet. Now, I do think it will, you know, it may become more out of place when other attractions open. You know, especially if they build, like, other Marvel, you know, entities in other parks. You know, it's going to be kind of weird. But... I just, I don't know what they're trying to do with Epcot. Like, the original plan with this whole construction thing, they're basically going to split the park up into, like, new lands. There's going to be World Showcase, and then in Future World, it's going to be divided into three, like, areas called Discovery, Celebration, and Nature. And Discovery is the end with Test Track, Mission Space, and uh, where the Guardians of the Galaxy is. Celebration was, like, in the middle, and on the right side... Uh, the far side 
Uh, the nature side obviously is like where living in, with the land is and the seas with Nemo and friends. So, you know, not, not terrible concept, not terrible on paper. You know, they're calling all the lands like world discovery, world celebration, and world nature. So it fits with world showcase. Um, again, on paper, the concept, yeah, you know what? Doesn't seem that terrible. It's an interesting take, splitting up Future World into three different, like, zones almost. You know, you, you didn't really have to do that. You know, one of the main things they've added so far is on Spaceship Earth, they added, like, these lights to it. Um, and, and I have to admit, like, when they first planned it and they first kind of added the lights on there, I wasn't there yet. You know, I, I, was, I was there in July, uh, at the end of, the uh, end of July. Um, you know, they didn't have it set up yet. Uh, but after seeing a lot of pictures and videos and everything on Instagram and stuff, I mean, I, I gotta say, the, uh, the lights that they added to Spaceship Earth, they they don't seem too bad to me now. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, again, I haven't seen them in person, but they do seem to fit. They look pretty cool. Um, and they have like that uh, projection show on, on, you know, on the ball itself now that looks pretty cool. And yeah, okay, you know, I'll wait till I see it in person, but it looks pretty cool. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the, of the doubt there. Uh, looks like that's gonna fit, you know, Something like that, it was subtle enough where it's still Spaceship Earth. It still looks like it looks. You know, they didn't add something crazy to it. You know, just some lights. And it, it looks cool. It looks more modern and futuristic, and it fits. You know, the the rest of their plan for, like, that front entrance area, which I, I, I think might be part of, like, the Discovery uh, area, or the, the Celebration area, I'm sorry. Um, the whole entrance, they're adding, like, a bunch of, like, trees and gardens to it. Now, I'm just kind of going by the concept art now and drawings and descriptions. I don't know how this one's going to fit that well. Like, they're just going to put in a bunch of gardens and trees at the entrance. Um, and in the pictures, they have, like, a bunch of different types of trees and different colored trees, like brown trees, red trees, green trees. Like, I don't know. It looks kind of weird and out of place to me. Uh, here's this big futuristic area with a bunch of trees and stuff. I don't know. It... it it just looks a little weird to me. It seems like they're just adding things to add things there. Um, I guess it's going to have like a bunch of flowers and maybe like some gardens and stuff in there too. I don't know about that one. Not really something that's going to get me excited. Is that going to be as picturesque as the park used to be? You know, everyone, we'd all walk in that front entrance and boom, you got to take a picture right there in front of the fountain. I, is this going to be as picturesque? I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see on that. And I have to uh, correct myself, Disney is calling the new, they're not calling them lands anymore. They're calling them the new Epcot neighborhoods. Here's this like official release um, from Disney in October of last year. Beginning October 1st, 2021, Epcot will be unified with four neighborhoods that each speak to important aspects of the world and its people. These neighborhoods are World Showcase, World Celebration, World Nature, and World Discovery. So now we're just going to be calling them neighborhoods, which, again, kind of weird, but okay, I'll go with it. So we talked about the changes. Uh, you know, they added the Guardians coaster, um, you know, the front entrance in that celebration area in the World Nature neighborhood. Um, obviously with the Seas with Nemo, and living with the land, you know, Soren actually kind of fits there too. We're gonna add a Moana Journey of Water attraction. Something I still, after trying to read about it and research, 
I have no idea like what that's going to be like. Like, is it going to be an actual ride? Is it going to be a walkthrough attraction? Is it going to be, you know, something like um, the uh, the treehouse at Magic Kingdom? I I really don't know. I've tried to find out. It seems like we're still kind of waiting to see what that's going to be like. You know, if it's a standard dark ride, that would be cool. If it's a walkthrough attraction, mm, you know, I I don't know. Don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about the whole, you know, adding, you know, Moana into Epcot uh, anyway. You know, I guess if they're making that section of the park, like the nature section, I guess technically it would fit. This is what I mean about how it's going to start to feel out of place. You know, Epcot, oh, you can see Guardians of the Galaxy, Moana, Ratatouille. It, they're just kind of thrown in characters and movies everywhere. And with this attraction, it doesn't have me excited at all. You know, it's not like Guard the Guardians coaster is like, oh, you know what, maybe it'll be out of place, but it's Guardians of the Galaxy, it's Marvel, it's an indoor roller coaster suite. Um, you know, I will say, though, I, I am happy that they are at least adding new attractions. Now, I just hope that this one is worthwhile. I hope it's not just a some sort of weird walkthrough attraction that becomes skippable after, you know, your, your first trip. Like, there needs to be rewritability. If it's a walkthrough attraction... It's something I would almost guarantee that we're going to do once and then probably, you know, never again. So we'll see what they, uh, what they end up doing with that. Also in the, uh, the World Discovery section of the park, kind of where they added uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, they also opened the new Space 2020 restaurant. Now this is the one, this is the restaurant... Um, I remember when it first opened, like all the bloggers posting about the menu and the pictures and oh, look how cool this food looks. Look how, look how good it looks. But what a lot of them left out was uh, how expensive it was. You know, the, the lunch or the, the whole food menu there is like, again, it's like one of those fixed menus. It's a three course uh, fixed price. Um, I'm pretty sure for lunch and dinner. And for lunch, it's $55 a person and for dinner, $79 a person so you're you're paying you're paying a lot here for a menu that looks kind of weird everything's kind of uh, futuristic and I don't know again I guess it's you know space theme so I guess that's a given um, but for that money like I want the food to a fill me up B taste good and see like I don't want to you know, I the fixed menu stuff kind of bothers me because, like, what if I don't want that? Like, let me just choose what I want to eat, especially, like, for lunch. It's weird to have, like, oh, it's uh, three courses. Like, this is what you get. Like, I don't know. I, I probably won't be eating here, um, you know, just looking at the menu and the price. It's just not for me. If you're if you're with kids and families, that the space thing would be pretty cool. Uh, then I guess it's worth trying. But for me, like, just give me some food that, that uh, tastes good and... Uh, is a good sized portion that fills me up. Not only have they, uh, you know, done changes to Future World and pretty much overhauled that entire area, you know, they're kind of making changes all over the park with World Showcase. They added Ratatouille to the France Pavilion, which I'm not totally opposed to. You know, if you want to add a, uh, a character IP to each of the lands, so be it. I, at the end of the day, I feel like the more attractions, the better. You know, and if the movie's based in that country, you know what, it, it fits then, that's fine. Um, I don't think the ride takes away from the land itself. You know, as much as I miss original attractions, I, you know, if you're going to put in a, a, a ride about France, it might as well feature Ratatouille, right? Um, unless you're bringing back uh, Maelstrom. Uh, that's the only original one 
that I'm okay with there. But they also, of course, you know, they they got rid of Illuminations, the greatest show ever, and they re they released it, or they replaced it. I'm sorry, they replaced it with the uh, the new show uh, that takes place, you know, on the same lagoon, and it's called Harmonious. And you know, I've I've heard pretty good reviews. You know, I feel like it's definitely gotten better reviews than the new show at the uh, the Magic Kingdom. You know, uh, when you replace Wishes and Happily Ever After, you, you really got to come through and. You know, it had big shoes to fill, and yeah, the 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 new Harmonio show it's better than the Magic Kingdom show. Is it as good as Illuminations? I don't know. That's hard to choose, but it's like the same type of thing. A lot of lights, uh, a lot of like water cannons and special effects on the water, like water projection screens and stuff. It kind of reminds me of the show I saw at Disneyland back in the day. And, uh, you know, it's worth to watch for sure and is the better of the two between, you know, the night shows between, um, you know, Magic Kingdom and Epcot. You know, but for the most part, World Showcase, you know, besides Ratatouille and the new Harmonium show is pretty much staying the same. I, I do wish that they would just add some new pavilions, like add a couple new countries. I think that would be cool. Um, it would fit. They have the room for it. Maybe add a couple new attractions in there. But... You know, most of the changes are coming to Future World in that section of the park. You know, some little things that bother me, you know, are how they, they're changing that whole back area of Spaceship Earth. You know, the fountains back there with the fountain show and the amazing music. You know, Club Cool, they already kind of uh, redid. Uh, that Starbucks closed, everyone was worried about. But the fountain, you know, Innovent Innovations, um, Electric Umbrella, Mouse Gear, like... That was Epcot to me. Like, I obviously, you guys can probably tell, I love classic Disney. Classic Epcot, man, might be my favorite. I love classic Epcot. You know, looking back at it, I probably didn't appreciate it much as a kid. But, you know, Epcot, that's what I love. Like, Epcot was the same, you know, from when I was a kid, two years old, till, you know, I was an adult. And it's like, I grew into that park. It was a park when I was a kid that I probably didn't love. You know, then they start to add some things like Test Track. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, I love it for Test Track. Then, as you get older, you start to appreciate World Showcase and trying different foods and drinks. And they have the festivals there. The, you know, the food and wine, the fine arts festival. They have so many things going on there. Flower and Garden. And you're like, wow, you know what? I, you know, I love Epcot. It might be my favorite park. And... The area behind Spaceship Earth, I feel like they didn't really have to change that. You know, Electric Umbrella, um, you know, closed. Like, that was... Me and my buddy Brian started a band uh, when we were in 8th grade. Like, we started it, and it was me, Brian, and my buddy Chris. And we called ourselves Old School. Um, and we knew one song. It was Louie Louie. And we were absolutely terrible. But eventually... Uh, we changed our name and we made a movie, like a, a mockumentary, we made a fake documentary, kind of like a uh, making the band like type thing. And we called ourselves Electric Umbrella. And I always thought that was like the coolest name ever. Like it is currently my Wi-Fi name is Electric Umbrella. Like that's how you know. Uh, so I was sad to see that go. Love Electric Umbrella. Good chicken fingers there. I swear they're better than everywhere else. Um, you know, but that area too with the fountains, like, I just loved sitting back that area. They had like uh, that little pin shop right there. You know, even later they added like the Starbucks 
Um, just a great area. And again, when I was a kid, Innovations, man, it was amazing. They had stuff I'd never seen before. The technology was amazing. They had video game systems set up there with like all the new games that hadn't come out yet. It was always top of the line stuff. You know, it was technology you didn't have at home and it was cool to see, cool to walk around. And, you know, I'm, it's something I'm always going to miss that, you know, it's obviously never coming back. And it's just one of those things you've just kind of had to be there, you know, to appreciate. You know, and, and Mouse Gear was probably my, my favorite store to shop at. I always felt like they had, like, the best stuff, like, a great variety of, like, clothing, like, shirts and stuff for guys. I always felt like they had the best. And I don't know what the current plan is. Like, when I was there during the summer last year... Uh, they had kind of moved it to a smaller area, so I'm not sure exactly like where it stands now, if it's still the same, but like the giant mouse gear store I loved. Always got some great souvenirs there, and I, I really hope they either, you know, bring it back to its glory or, you know, don't mess with it, but always had good stuff there as well. They're just getting so far away from what Epcot was originally supposed to be, um, you know, that it bothers me. And I know I'm an old school Disney fan, and I don't want anything to change, but like I'm never against like change when it's done right like don't make changes just to make changes or don't make changes just to you know plug the latest character and and ip and you know something just to make money like if you're gonna do epcot like do it right and at this point i i know i'm not alone um it just seems like their plan is kind of confusing like what what direction are they going with like the neighborhood thing you know with discovery and celebration and nature like I, I don't know it's just weird separating it into all those different like zones you know you still have world showcase there like you know there are they, are they trying to get away from like the futuristic feel of Epcot like wasn't that you know that's one of like the main things like prototypical like it's supposed to be cutting edge new and like they have that with like certain things and like the the guardians coaster is like introducing like new like roller coaster technology but again i'm worried it's like thing it's gonna see it's gonna seem like things are just kind of thrown in like that's my biggest concern i don't want them turning epcot into just a just another park like you have world showcase it's super unique you know epcot wasn't broken it just needed like a little uh, upgrade. It needed a little facelift, as you will. Um, and instead, they're just going for like a complete overhaul. So I'm worried. I'm a little concerned. You know, Epcot, uh, Epcot to me, like I loved kind of just going to Epcot and having like a nice relaxing day. And I feel like that's going to change as well. Like, I guess that kind of comes with the territory of like adding new attractions. But it, it seems like everything's going to kind of be more compacted. You know, Epcot was huge very spread out like plenty of walking space plenty of room um I'm, I'm a little worried that that's gonna change as well it's gonna be you know a, a more congested and that kind of takes away from everything you know I, I love classic epcot like i said i you know probably didn't appreciate it enough when i was a kid i love epcot now with the food and wine festival i i love going to epcot for the food and wine festival it is one of my favorite things about a walt disney world vacation and the fact that it was moved to like last summer because of like COVID, they you know they ran it from like July to you know I want to say like November or something. Like I'm so spoiled now. Like I'm worried that you know it's not going to you know maybe they'll they'll change it to where it originally was in like September, like the fall. Like 
I hope it does kind of stay for the summer a little bit just because selfishly like that's when I go usually um, I love the festivals there I love Epcot and just please Disney do it right when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, of course, like every episode, have to get some input from you guys. This is why we do the podcast. I want to hear your thoughts, your opinions, you know, especially on something like this. This is huge. This is a big thing. Like this is Epcot. You know, this is one of the parks. Like I want to hear like from you guys. Like what are the people saying? What are the actual like Disney diehards saying? Like I don't care what the the CEO and the board members. I don't care what they think that we think. You know, I want to hear. You know what we actually what, what you guys actually think and like our opinion so i asked you guys on instagram i put out a story asking basically what are your thoughts on epcot like what do you think of epcot right now what's going on with it like how do you feel about the changes what do you think it's going to be like what would you change what would you add like what would you do uh and i i, I want to hear from you guys so we're going to get some of those great responses now Let's start us off now with Mr. Tom Morrow says, As much as I love old Epcot, I think it's trending in a good direction. I don't love the IP, but I think they've stayed mostly true to Classic World Showcase and they're improving. So, make some good points there. Yeah, they're definitely staying true to Classic World Showcase. You know, they haven't really changed much there. Um, I think a lot of us are in agreement that we don't love the IP that's going in. But, you know, we'll see... Uh, We'll see how it turns out. It's it's just kind of like we're all kind of playing the waiting game now. Everyone's gonna have their own opinions, but uh, some uh, some good points there. This next one from seventy two Grand Torino. If more kids want to go to Epcot, it'll reduce crowd numbers at all the other parks. They're trying to get it up to speed with the other parks and interest more kids. Yeah, yeah, that definitely makes sense, especially you know, like I said, like I'm I'm not a fan of the you know Moana going in there, but does Disney care that much? You know what I think about Moana? No, they're more interested in, you know, the, the seven or eight year old, you know, um, they got a big, big money maker there in, uh, in frozen and the frozen ever after ride in Norway. And it's like, you know, I was listening to a podcast, uh, one of my wrestling podcasts I listened to. And the, the one guy was talking about how he took his family to Disney and, mostly it sounded like mostly he did that just because how much she loved his daughter loved frozen so he had to go like take her to epcot to do the frozen ride so like that played a huge role so i'm sure there's a bunch of moana kids out there who as soon as you know they they put moana in the parks they're gonna you know be asking their parents uh to go to epcot so yeah definitely some good points there this next one from curiza 12 curious about others thoughts yeah so hopefully you're listening to this and uh, you can hear some of uh, what your fellow Disney fans are saying and thinking. This next one from Amanda DeSanto. Need to add more attractions into the countries. Yes, I 100% I totally agree. Off to a good start with, uh, you know, Ratatouille. You know, Maelstrom, Frozen Ever After, that was always there. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of the Grand Fiesta Tour, guys. I'm really not. It's, 
it's a tough one to kind of sit through you know we do it but i don't uh, necessarily love it so that's there but other than that like they need to do something like canada has like the the uh, the 3d circle vision movie like no one's really going out of their way to see that like put in an actual attraction there put in one in in germany in you know japan like wherever like you need more attractions there that'll help with the crowds as well um you know it'll kind of bring some life into the world showcase and uh yeah you know ratatouille like i said earlier i i think it fits you know it's based in france the rumor was they were going to put a mary poppins attraction in the uk pavilion and you know even if they want to just put like put some classic dark rides in there you know it'll help uh kind of keep things fresh and uh you know get some more attractions in epcot i totally agree thank you for that this next one from low key i think that's how it's pronounced nervous but excited it's my favorite park and i hope they honor it that's a perfect way to uh some of my feelings as well on epcot and the construction and everything nervous but excited maybe excited but nervous i don't know which one i am Mommy Nu says, or Mommy No says, I'm tired of the reroute and walls everywhere. Yeah, the walls. I mean, I'm telling you guys, I was there in July. Like, that's almost a year of the walls up there in the middle of the park. Like, I don't know what is taking them so long. I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like the construction at Disney is taking longer and longer. Like, back in the day, you would see construction for, like, the one trip. And then when you went back the next year, it was gone and it was done. So, yeah, definitely need to fix that up soon. On that same point, Darth Dagan says walls, walls, walls with a bunch of L's and S's. So yeah, definitely a lot of us are pretty tired of all the construction walls up. This next one from Adventures of Max and Greg. Uh, Put it back and go from there. The name is an acronym for a reason. Hey, you know what? He makes a good point. You know, Epcot, it stands for something. It literally stands for something. And they're getting away from that so maybe we can just have a redo can we just can we just bring back classic epcot please please (laughs) is that asking for too much it probably is this next one from will she gelski uh the outpost in world showcase needs more to do slash look at yeah totally agree world showcase the outpost yeah there's there just needs to be more there you need to keep people there. You need to be, you know, you need some there to like get people to go. So, totally agree there. Under a tooth says Moana water area with a thumbs up emoji. Okay, so we got someone here who's looking forward to the Moana exhibit or the the attraction. Um, if I knew exactly what it was going to be, I think I'd be a little more excited. But I don't know what it's going to be. I'm worried it's going to be out of place. You know, don't get me wrong. I liked the movie. I love The Rock. have a huge broke crush on The Rock. But I don't know. It just seems weird to me still that it's going to be, you know, in featured in Epcot. Next, we have Caroline Kesterman. I hope they make the now end of Spaceship Earth more inspiring like the Irons version. Ooh, the Jeremy Irons. Yes, when he narrated if they're doing all of this work okay so i'm pretty sure there was talk of totally revamping spaceship earth a few years ago i pre-pandemic and i think those um plans got scrapped but you don't have to redo the entire ride but i do think it might be time to update 
you know, the narration, maybe if you don't update that, but the technology on the ride, like the the in-ride kind of thing where it takes your picture and then shows you like your future. You got to I think you got to switch it up. I think it it looks way too much like 2007. If you're going to put all this work into it, you got to do something. Change it up a little bit. Different story, different animation, something. You got to do something. Um, you know, and maybe they'll do some changes to Spaceship Earth. I hope they just I hope they don't completely redo it. You know, maybe just update a few scenes or something. Uh, but definitely the, the the technology needs to uh, needs to go as well. Caroline Kesterman also said, "I like that they're going to do some more with the environment." Yeah, I, I don't hate that idea. I feel like they could have just instead of dedicating like an entire like land to it, um, you know, like the land pavilion is that's what it's for. Like you have living with the land. Soren is supposed to kind of just show you like different wonders of the earth. You know, they have the behind-the-seeds tour at Living With The Land. And then there was that, that uh, like, Timon and Pumbaa, like, movie there that talks about, like, the environment. Like, they should have added another attraction into that pavilion. Maybe that's where you should have put, you know, Moana or put another attraction in there. You know, get rid of the, the Timon and Pumbaa thing. No one's watching that. It's, it's kind of a waste. Um, and you can, like, teach people about the environment and do another, like, environment inspired ride like in that pavilion i think that would have been pretty cool next from lindsay newman wish it was less character slash movie focus or at least very subtle from the countries yeah so again i i have those mixed those mixed feelings on that like overall i wish disney would be less character and movie focused like i want more you know unique and original stories for attractions like give, like um you know expedition everest like a ride like that like amazing original story original attraction like why can't we have more of that everything is just oh here's a movie let's make it into a ride the countries yeah i you know i you guys know me i loved maelstrom the ride that was an original story for norway if they decided to do that with all the countries i'd be perfectly fine i'm just kind of realistic in that i don't think that's going to happen so i'm just kind of like all right if you're going to put in some rides you know put them in you know uh, whatever movie they're based on, just put them in just so we have more attractions. If it was up to me, you know, World Showcase would have never introduced any characters. It would have been, you know, the Grand Fiesta Tour before the Three Caballeros. Maelstrom would still be there. Maybe an original attraction in, like, Germany or France or somewhere, but I just, I just don't think Disney's going to do that anytime soon. Adrian Rodriguez says, Miss the old Epcot. Well, Adrian, I am completely with you i miss the old epcot i will forever miss the old epcot this next one from g brig 22 i'm excited to see it finish but prepared to be underwhelmed yeah again uh i think another statement that kind of sums up my feelings perfectly even when it's like done it's gonna take a while to get used to i i'm i'm sure i'll be somewhat underwhelmed because i'm gonna be like oh i missed the fountain Where's the electric umbrella? Where's the mu I, I swear to God, if they change the music. Oh, man, don't. I just got myself riled up. I'm not even going to think about that. We're going to man manifest positive thoughts. I'm excited. I just hope they get it finished fast so we can kind of see, like, what it's kind of shaping into. Um, but, yeah, I would not be surprised if we're all a little underwhelmed. Next, we have Mary Maria G17. Going to miss it being the quiet park. 
Yeah, okay, so I think I mentioned that in this episode. I feel like I've been talking forever, but yeah, Epcot always was like the quiet, laid-back park, you know? Like I talked about, yeah, like a lot of space, a lot of walking space, everything was spread out. That's definitely going to change. So yeah, I'm going to miss it being the nice, quiet, relaxing park. Cherry Pie Candy says, as long as they keep living with the land, I'm fine with whatever. Yes, they better not move that, change that, close that. That better be there forever. It's such an underrated attraction, and it's such a unique one. I love it. You know, add more things to the land pavilion. You know, make that that building popping again. And for our last one, we're going to hear from RJ in the Parks, another good follow on Instagram. Guardians will make it better. He's not wrong. Guardians will help the park. That's for sure. You know, Epcot needs attractions. This is a -a one-of-a-kind, unique indoor roller coaster based off Marvel and Guardians of the Galaxy, huge properties. You know, it's space-themed. You know, Mission Space is right there. It, It kind of fits in a way. Overall, you know, I think it, it, it'll probably help. The park needs attractions. Disney overall needs more thrill rides. Again, it's just kind of placement and planning, and that's what I'm worried about overall. But thank you, RJ in the Parks, and thank you guys for submitting all of your responses. Love hearing from you guys. Love hearing all of your ideas and thoughts You know, on Epcot. Like I always say, we, we all think alike. Uh, we have the same concerns, same comments, so it's I love to see it. Love seeing my fellow uh, huge uh, Disney fans, Disney diehards, that's why, because we all think the same, and uh, you know it's something that's pretty special in the Disney community. But that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous, I'm excited, curious to see what Epcot's going to become. And, and, you know, I mentioned it, I, no matter what they do to it, I'm forever going to be the guy that misses old Epcot. They could create the coolest, biggest, you know, craziest park in the world. And I would still be like, yeah, you know what? I miss the old Epcot though. So give me that classic Epcot music. Let me chill in front of the fountain, you know, with uh, some chicken tenders from the electric umbrella. And uh, that's, you know, that's, <laughs> that's all I need. Uh, so I'm going to miss it, but uh, glad to uh, glad to see you guys are also kind of on the same page as me as well. Like, just do it right. You know, Disney's doing so many things lately. They're just shoving movies and characters into everything. I just hope they do it right. But that's enough Epcot talk for today. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Again, if you haven't, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. My DMs are always open if you want to talk more about Epcot, if you have questions, comments, suggestions for topics, ideas, anything like that. Uh, I'm open to everything. Send me your ideas. Lend me your ears. Um, Like I I always kind of say, like, this podcast is for us. It's for all of us. So, like, if you think you have a good idea that's something, you know, you want to talk about, something you want to hear about, shoot me a message and, uh, you know, we'll uh, talk about it on the pod. And again, any anything you could do to help the podcast, subscribe, like. If you leave a uh, if you leave me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode, and it's always much appreciated. And that's all I got. Got to start planning for next week's episode. Hoping to have on some guests pretty soon. But until next time, always remember it all started with a mouse. <laughs>